Hello, how are you? I am feeling very happy to be back behind a microphone chatting with you. If you are new around here, this is a Just Bloody Post-It Note, the spin-off mini podcast baby of the Just Bloody Post-It podcast, which is an interview show for creatives who are marketing their work online. Both are made for you by me, your host, Helen Perry. Thank you for coming. The big show is back for series six, season six. I never know which is right later in the week. And I thought I'd just pop up a bit early to say hi before I share the first episode and tell you how I'm feeling about a few things. Post-it notes are a space for my work thoughts, an audio diary maybe. And this one is messy and full because it's been a while. Bear with me. And it has been a while because last season series, I tried something different. These short solo episodes became available to subscribers only over on a platform called Patreon. I don't know if you've heard of it. It allows people to share content and get paid for it, charge, financially be supported by their online audience. But it did not work. It was an epic fail, honestly. I discovered that paid for content subscription products are a hard sell. I'd say unless you have a mega celebrity profile or a huge audience, and even then maybe, it's super difficult to persuade people to come over somewhere else like Patreon in sufficient numbers to make it worth your while creating specific content for them. It's another thing to promote. It's another thing you'll need a marketing plan around to consistently grow it. And you're asking your audience to pay for content, which we are just not used to having to do. So I admit, I did not appreciate how time-consuming and tricky that would be, honestly, and I have called the whole thing off. And I'm so very happy to talk openly about the experience. You know, we're sold a lot of bullshit around this kind of thing. You know, just monetize your email newsletter, easy peasy. I mean, how many email newsletters do you pay for? I pay for none. How many podcasts do you pay for? I pay for none. I learned a lot from trying it. And I like now that I can speak from a place of experience if anyone asks me about whether that kind of thing is worthwhile. It's filed under another one of those things that are not as easy as the people running the platforms would have it look. So where am I now with the post-it notes? They're not dead. They are free again at the point of listen. But rather than coming along regularly, they used to be out every Friday morning, they will only appear as and when I have something to say uh, and the time to create them because, you know, it takes a while to write this note and then read it into the microphone and then re-record it when I muck it up. I was spending a little too much time podcasting last year. Uh, I needed a little rebalance, a little rethink, uh, especially discovering how difficult it was going to be to make the podcast pay for itself. So having had a, a, a little bit longer than usual break between series, I can see I was trying to fit in too much probably by trying to produce two weekly podcasts. I mean, I would do just podcasts if I could, but then I would be paying in order to go to work. Sometimes you can't get paid for the things that light you up the most and you have to make it work in a slightly different way, which is what I do by selling courses and workshops to people. That pays the bills. 
I could get a sponsor. That would be the other thing that you could do. Again, that's not that easy. You have to go and pitch for them. Also, I think it's not all it's cracked up to be often. And I like to be the master of my own podcast. Anyway, it all fits perfectly because less is my word of the year for 2023 less. I've been attempting to simplify what I offer in terms of products at work. I'm teaching core courses on email marketing plus ad hoc workshops more often. People love to be offered something short and manageable to drop into. And one of my aims is to offer learning experiences that people find they are able to show up to because the drop-off rate in courses is just, it's really hard to see. I don't want people to buy things for me that they can't complete. And we've all done it. We've all bought courses that we haven't done. And I don't love it. I don't love that. So yes, to more short drop-in sessions. And also, Content-wise, you know, less is more. My Instagram is so not fancy at the moment, but I'm enjoying it. And I'm trying to show up in a way that is as easy as possible, that doesn't take me away from better, more important, bigger work, but maintains my presence on my main social media platform, Instagram. That strategy won't produce massive growth results. And I am entirely at peace with that. And so the podcast will come to you less often, but it will surely come. You know, people tell you that the optimal thing to do would be to keep podcasting, don't take a week off. And I'm sure that would get amazing results. But oh my goodness, this is something else I worry about when I teach marketing, because you're often giving people this scenario, this, you know, how to get this thing to work, like three reels a week, and then put them on TikTok and send daily emails. And it all is just too much for most of us. It's so far off what we can realistically get to as people marketing their own businesses that I want to be teaching people how to get as close to the absolute best as they can and know that that is good enough. My email newsletter is my like one absolute golden solid thing that comes out every single week of the year, most of the weeks of the year. I go on holiday, we have Christmas. But it's taken four years for that to become really part of my working week. And I think that's why it's now so easy for me to consistently deliver. Consistency takes time to create. Hmm. Anyway, what else can I bring you up to date with? What thoughts have I been thinking? I mean, we are here to talk about marketing mainly and selling and social media, but also the business of our business. Here's my latest thinking on that front. And it is a less, less type of mood. I think we need to stop asking ourselves and one another about like when world domination is coming. Like, when's this growing? Where next? How are you going to earn more and make it bigger? Without really checking whether that's what we want. (laughs) What I've been able to establish for myself in the past few years gives me a huge amount of flexibility time-wise around the family and my friends. I want to get better at it. Taking more money is always a great thing. I like to see it landing in my bank account. But my ambitions for what I do are not global If I can just ask myself what I enjoy most, ask yourself what you enjoy most once your basic needs um, are met in your work. 
It's the quality of the connections I make. It's being able to do something creative. It's being able to still pay attention to what is going on with my children. It's yes, that my work is financially rewarding in a way that I feel is rewarding enough. Uh, and that I have a reason to get up every morning and walk across the driveway and open my office and get some stuff done. It's not, it's not important to me that it be a huge thing. That's not the measure of success that I'm going after. I would like this year to deliver more reliably to my customers. I don't always get that right. And I'm sorry if you've ever like not had an email from me in response to something I'm trying to do better, but I am doing okay. And I bet you are too overall. I had a conversation with somebody a couple of days ago about the big, 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 big company their partner works for and how it was like a shit show. And oh my goodness, if only they were doing more of this, they would be losing less talent. And, you know, and I just thought, yeah, and that's true within most massive companies and smaller ones, things could be done better. But that company is still multinational. The doors open every morning. It employs thousands of people. A lot can be achieved when you're doing most things Right. So what to expect in series six of the Just Bloody Post-It podcast? There are some really wonderful conversations already recorded and lined up for you to listen to in the next few weeks. I'm very excited to hear your reaction. Taking a little bit of time between the last two series, I hope has allowed me to think more carefully about bringing a range of conversations to you and covering topics we haven't before, like burnout, sales funnels. I've been chatting about copywriting and just bloody posting it of course. My hope for this series or season is to be a better interviewer for you, to go a little deeper with the guests, get to the good stuff and enjoy the fact that I have a podcast. I feel very fortunate for that indeed. How can you support the show? Tell your friends about us. Word of mouth is golden, golden, golden in this noisy, overcrowded space. Whatever space you're in, it's probably overcrowded as well. You can leave an ideally five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I know that's where most of you listen. If you scroll down to ratings and reviews, you should see a line that says write a review. And you can subscribe so you never miss an episode. You'll get a little notification every time a new one comes out. Perfect. Keep listening. Tell me when you enjoy it. I love those messages so much. It's great to be back. Series six, episode one. Watch out for it in the next couple of days. Bye for now. 